You're listening to Artemis Projects podcast with dancer, choreographer, painter, musician and video artist Dan Su, with whom I met in Berlin to talk about her experimental dance video Wood in Mood, in which she explores the transformation of one form into another and allows for the energy of the environment to inform her movements. We speak about the influence her background in painting has on her editing choices, her holistic approach to nature, and how dancing on screen and on variety of sites inspired the new approach to dancing on stage. This podcast was produced on the Gadigal land of Eora Nation, traditional custodians of the land, and we pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. I'd like to begin by asking what inspired you to make this film in the first place? In the first place, actually, it's the desire to become a tree. I'm personally very attached to tree, how it's rooted down. And so the idea of becoming a tree just uh, appeared. And uh, that time I was traveling the south of Austria and they have beautiful mountains. And I was then uh, searching for a really nice place like forest to shoot, shoot this film. And what about connection to tree? You spoke a bit about having roots is appealing to you. I would say uh, tree itself is connection to other trees and to uh, its own environment. So in this film, actually, it's not about one single tree, but um, trees in different locations, how they might relate it to, for example, flowers or to the whole forest or to later when they are cut down by human. And so it's um, different locations and different ways of relating to their surroundings as well. I know you are by origin from China and yes. you lived there until your 20s and mm-hmm. then you lived for a bit in Berlin, you lived for a bit in the United States and now you're back in Berlin where you work as a dancer and choreographer mm-hmm. and this traveling part of yours makes me again think about roots which I can relate to because I have also been traveling um, yes. throughout my life and moving and living in different spaces is there something to that in your interest in trees and roots? Yes, definitely. Like a, a nostalgic feeling and when you're outside of the country, you're always looking something familiar. And the unfamiliar things always evoke a desire of relating something to familiar things. Finding the root again or finding a way to connect a new way to connect to the uh, root again 
become stronger and stronger. What are the things that you find familiar for yourself in various places that you moved to? Uh, <laughs> let's say uh, they are um, quite different. I would say I stayed in the United States for seven or eight years. And I would say uh, the cultural-wise and people and um, uh, almost everything were very, very different from where I originally came from. But nonetheless, I try to take what is fresh and think in terms of, okay, how this could relate to my country. And for Berlin, uh, I think it's so free and international and there are so many things could be related to my own country and my own culture. And so I think it's not about finding something the same, but balancing between. In terms of aesthetic and the sense of belonging, do you see that your cultural background affects your aesthetic in any way? Yes, um, I think the holistic way of thinking always has been a strong part that uh, influenced my work. And so what, what it means by holistic, it's not like isolating part, like when I'm in the nature, and especially I want to build a connection with the trees, what does that mean by connecting to a tree? Am I becoming a tree or the tree becomes me? Or we are negotiating the space. So it's um, thinking about uh, the dancer, connect to the environment, how we can listen to the environment and transform the energy of the environment into our movement. And this back and forth negotiation and the energy of flowing actually makes this holistic view vivid. So by the sounds of it, the choreography that we are seeing in the film was improvised to yes. a large extent yes. and affected by the space. Yes, definitely. Drawing the inspiration largely from the environment itself and let the environment to affect the movements on site spontaneously instead of we try to plan a lot of movements that could fit into the environment. In terms of sounds and eventually we hear music attached to the piece. Was this music familiar to you before you went into the editing process and before you even thought about how you will move within the film? Or did you, as you moved within the site, allow yourself to be inspired by the sounds in the space, by atmospheric sounds, and then the music only came after in the post-production? Yes, uh, the music was only composed in the post-production. When we were shooting the film, the performance was totally improvised. And of course, um, I was very connected to what is, was happening at that time. The sound, the environment, the visual, also uh, the space itself. So later in editing, then let's say the structure of the music and the tone, the texture, and even the melody was found later. Of course, we also try to incorporate the sound in the forest into our music. So the music was composed for the piece? Yes. And who did you work with? Uh, I work with Cravune, an Italian uh, musician. 
And actually at that time, after I already made the movie and I was, uh, I was trying to look for a, a musician who can work with me together on the music part and specifically compose the music um, for the image. You're a musician yourself. How come you decided to have somebody else compose the music? Because I know that for some other of your dance films you actually compose the music yourself. Yes, um, actually uh, doing music was uh, much later than being a dancer for me. So at that time, trying to work with another musician, simply I would like to introduce a different perspective and trying to, to see the, the views other than how I think about the structure and how I think about the piece, what uh, new perspective can be brought. In terms of editing, you've done a really interesting edit to the piece, and I know that you have background in painting as well. In some of your dance videos, you also use animation. Does being a painter affect the way you approach editing? Definitely. I think what inspired me very much is color. Color itself is so... Let's say it already says a lot on its own, especially if you look at the nature on its own or look at anything, it just uh, reflects its own quality with its color and texture. In editing, the process of editing, the awareness of composing an image becomes very important to me. And also the use of color and how the color transport a certain mood and certain tone of the dance and how it fits actually to the, the general idea of this uh, episode, this film, becomes also very important. Talking more about your aesthetic, we spoke a bit about some of maybe cultural influences. Are there filmmakers that you like or artists that you like and were there some visual references that you had in mind when you were making the film? Yes, actually, I was very influenced. Let's say I'm still influenced and I am a very big fan of Tarkovsky. And also you can see some kind of touch in this, uh, in this, in this film as well. And uh, especially this poetic way of composing an image that um, is a strong influence on me, I think. I love Tarkovsky. <laughs> you are a dancer and choreographer by profession and mostly you perform on stage. How did you get interested in making dance films and what interests you about transferring dance on screen? Mm, good question. So firstly, I would say when thinking about performing on stage, the stage itself, it's just a very limited space, right? It has a stage and it has specific lighting effects and so on. But the, then performance is far beyond on the stage. I think you can perform anywhere, basically. And uh, whether you have an audience or not, it's a different question. But the idea of bringing movement on screen is the possibility of taking performance somewhere else outside of the stage, we're actually on site, and how to be able to connect with the environment. 
And secondly, I would say, for me, it's a totally different way of making. Like on stage, I always would like to know each second or what is happening. And as a choreographer, yes, there is a structure, there is dramatity, and there are certain movements happening on stage, and we composed that already ahead. But um, shooting on site um, gives opportunities actually to improvise together with the environment because we can okay turn off the camera and turn on the camera again and this um, more relaxed way actually allows more dynamics to it and also allow the natural way and how the movement actually could be affected truly by environment instead of we enforce our ideas on it. In some of your stage performances, you also use video as part of performance. Example of that is your piece called The Roots. Why do you like using video within the stage performance? In that specific case, I use the video in the beginning of my dance in order to introduce already a certain kind of mood to it. Since video itself is very different uh, media than live performance. So I think sometimes it can actually effectively bring some mood or some atmosphere already to the piece we are going to see. What would you say makes dance cinematic? What makes dance cinematic? I would say it's the awareness of transforming 3D live scene to a very specific 2D image and the awareness of how you want to transform. Um, because due to its two-dimensionality, it's very specific. It's like, okay, I, I'm the director and I'm taking the audience with my eyes to see what I am seeing. So especially, we need to also consider a lot of how the camera moves. And um, what makes dance cinema, I would say it is the, the additional element of thinking or awareness of how the camera moves together with the dance or why it moves and how the camera moves produce certain mood or certain brings certain ideas. So how did you work with the cameraman on wood in mood? What instructions or ideas or what creative conversations did you have with him? Um, basically, this film, the camera was almost all the time still static. And uh, oftentimes, I think we saw many dance films or that camera moves and a lot. And I'm thinking a lot about why the cameras move. Does it introduce additional dynamics and whether it's necessary? But in, in terms of this film, I think I would like to transport this very static, tranquil nature but nonetheless, within it, you can see lots of drama happening. 
So actually we don't need the camera move like crazy in order to introduce this dramatic sense because the dance or music can already transport. And so the still image helps for me to think about how to compose the image as well. You mean how to compose it in the edit? Yes. Eventually, where, yes. where you actually introduce dynamic. Yes. Mm -hmm. So in all the stages of making a dance film, talking about choreography, um, production design, for example, at times we're choosing a location, sound design, filming, editing. Is there one of them that you are really passionate about, that you love the most? Yeah, basically I, I like them all, but yeah, what uh, I love most, of course, is dancing <laughs> on site. Because um, then I would totally let myself go and totally absorb myself into the environment and let the surrounding shapes my movement. I was thinking you will say editing. <laughs> yes, editing definitely is also very, very interesting. As I said, I like them all. Basically, I did them all, uh, all part. And um, editing, it's a very special task in, in terms of uh, the way how I make dance films is letting the story come on its own in editing. So basically, we made lots of raw footages and afterwards I look them again and again and somehow it, the stories can just emerge on its own and I see them and okay, then that's how the edit goes. So you follow intuition when you edit? Yes. What role does intuition in general play in your creative practice? Intuition, I, uh, I think it's, it's everywhere. Being intuitive, um, meaning that you are open to listen to what is happening and to, to be open to be affected by what is happening and to be open to interact with what is happening and uh, make the decision not based on very thorough plan, but the moment and it's let's say it's probably it's a quick decision but overally it's, it's basically very powerful I think decision is there something that helps you enter the space within yourself where it's easier to follow the intuition where you are more centered mm. is there a way for me, uh, personally, I think the environment itself plays a very important role. If I just uh, see this environment and I select this environment as my space, then I would really um, emerge myself into it by being sensitive to it. It's hard to explain how this works, because it just works. <laughs> if there was a question you would like to be asked about this film, what, yeah. it, what would it be? 
question. The question for the audience or the question for me? Um, maybe both. Okay, perhaps uh, to the audience, what makes you uncomfortable? Or if there's anything makes you uncomfortable? And for yourself? For me? If the camera would be not still, would it be, would it move the same as it is? Of course, it's, it's, um, the way will be different, but still, can it transport the same mood with the moving camera? Of course, I chosen to use a still camera, but yeah, but there is something to experiment. Do you think there is something that audience could be uncomfortable about when watching a film? Yeah, perhaps something uh, very direct emotion or direct, um, yeah, some direct emotion that I was embodying with. For example, some uh, in the episode, I was uh, basically a flower, a growing flower dancing with the bees and was, um, could be viewed as more sensual and perhaps that would make some audience um, feel a bit too direct, I don't know. Why did you go for taking off the part of your clothes? Why was that important? Mm, it's all, um, this, I would say this film is all about the transformation, the change, the change of the location of the tree and the change of the tree itself, the tree, the change of the mood of the tree. So taking off the clothes um, is also a change. The, the, the flower blooming and what makes the petal falls. Yeah, it is also a process of changing, I would say. Where do you see your filmmaking practice go next what would you like to explore in your coming works am i actually i did a, a few um films or dance videos already i explored some urban spaces in for example in berlin subways and also uh, with nature and uh, in my next project actually i'm working on the movements in relation with brutalist architecture and I'm interested in the movements itself being affected by the architecture and so the practice I say it's always has been and will be a practice of listening to your surroundings truthfully and let the movements be and let the stories come on its own.
listening to your interest in spaces and how we react physically to the space, does that mean that you are less and less interested in dancing on stage? No, 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 not, not, not at all. On the contrary, I, I would say they are, they, on the stage you can also listen to the environment, listening to what's happening. Also you can improvise, but it's, uh, it's limited space unless you introduce lots of intervention, like um, bring the installation or bring something other than uh, the stage itself. Or you just can listen to the stage itself, but still it's limited. So I'm still very, very interested in performing on stage because uh, the way of making, I would say, is different. That I need to plan a lot ahead. Actually, what is going to be happening on the stage? And this is also requires one to really dig into deeper and deeper about what is that I'm going to say. And this matters so much and uh, how to sharpening your vocabularies in order to say that sentence or to say that message. And so the process is quite a different approach than making a dance film, or how I make a dance film. The dance film itself, I can let myself just go and as a dancer. And once all these truly spontaneous moments are captured and then let the story emerge on its own. So I would say it's different ways of approaching choreography or dance and also different ways of um, performing on stage or on site. And um, they are all valid and the, the beauties that I can experiment with all these different approaches and find my own space. Thank you for listening to Artemis Projects podcast. For more about our projects, head to artemisprojects.com.au.